Not a lot of time for dilly-dallying today on episode 12 of Patient U.S., initials used for confidentiality. We are going to be talking about the balance between work and rest as I, Louis Bianco, take you into the curious case study of Patient U.S., initials used for confidentiality. Hit it, fellas. Oh. Sideburns, a shy smirk, wondering how my mind works. Wise words, I think fear is a fool. Different gene pools, I say delete rules. I'm extreme, dude. A rebel rebelling against that peddler peddling. Nothing but a bunch of lies and those devilish meddling. I'm resistive, half twisted, half gifted. I'm fast to react and different, persistent. Addicted to opinions, a misfit, conflicted. That's what the chicks dig, no quick fix. I'm so deep, close, cheap, and old sneaks. I flow free, but no one knows me because I'm phony. I'm a rapid assessor, I'm the passive aggressor. That's right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. And how do you do? Today is August 25th, 2020. And that is a Tuesday. How is everyone feeling today? Patient US, how are you? I know for the past, uh, probably since you've been here, it's been a whirlwind. And as we've discussed, if you can recall how this has gone, it hasn't been all my fault. Hasn't been all your fault. It hasn't been all parent number one's fault, parent number two's fault. It hasn't really been the doctor's fault. If we step back far enough from this, we can all realize that this is just a sad moment. And as is often the case when we are scared or if we feel an absence of control, we start to act like we are all-knowing, like we know everything. It's one of our defense mechanisms being performed to you by the careful manipulation of one fear. I do love to talk about fear. Yes, it is a defense mechanism when we are scared or in crisis to become all-knowing. Possibly some of us become incredibly angry. Some of us start to point blame. It's another thing that we're seeing here. We're seeing a lot of blame. And in all actuality... Although parent number one and parent number two may, within the confines of their own mind, be thinking, what have I done? What is everybody thinking? Are people wondering if I'm parenting wrong? Are people wondering? Fill in the blank with whatever phrase you would like to hear. Are they wondering these things? But no matter what we are thinking as parents, it's worse, right? It's worse for patient U.S. They may be a direct or indirect reflection of you. You may care greatly about them. But they are living the life that you are watching. Nugget, another something to think about. They are living 
the life you are watching. They are actually feeling the experiences and experiencing the feelings. You are watching. The doctor is watching. To some degrees, everyone other than patient U.S. can only watch. Today is a very important day because we decide what to do next. Do we start the exit plan and get patient U.S. out of here, back to school, back with their friends, back to the life that is free compared to this life patient U.S. is currently stuck in? Or do we keep them here longer? This would be quite a court case. Order! Order in the court, I say. That would be my judge voice. And that is why today we are going to talk about... Drumroll, please. That's why we're talking about work and rest. Let's just look at this. And I'm so excited about this one, by the way. I hope I did enough good mornings. I'm just trying to steer the ship back because I really do like this one. Work versus rest. What, quote, unquote, should somebody do to get better? Now, if it's a cold or a broken ankle, there are numerous interventions that we are all aware of as far as what someone should do. I wish you could see me because I'm doing this thing with my fingers. Should do. Well, I guess you couldn't see it even though I did it slower. Should is a curse word, as we have discussed in previous episodes. Should can get us in a lot of trouble. Patient U.S. sits in front of me, and she's nervous, and she's scared. She knows she doesn't want to be here. And because of that, I look at Patient U.S. at this moment, even though they are in a locked-up psychiatric facility, as working. At this moment, Patient U.S. has been, as we have documented, resistive to staff, refusing treatment, and that must be exhausting. The idea that that is rest, simply because it is not work, as we've decided work looks like, because it's not school work, or it's not practice, that sounds like work. They are sleeping in a bed that is in a room that is locked in a hospital with a bunch of strangers. Strangers that are staff, strangers that are peers. She is having to talk with these strangers about numerous, numerous difficult situations that Patient U.S. has not even yet had time to think about themselves. Is it really possible that a place like a locked down psychiatric facility is desirable? And if that place is desirable, well, that's a whole nother episode, isn't it? 
in this case, we have to start being a little topsy-turvy with things like work and rest. Because from what we see from far away, we start to think patient U.S. is now able to rest. And what may actually be happening in this place where patient U.S. is expected to be resting is that they are working and possibly working harder than they've ever worked before. And we discharge them, then all of a sudden, they are still working on everything that they started to work on here, and there's life, and there's schoolwork, and there's work, transportation, hygiene, all of these simple things. And again, maybe I'm going to use simple with the quotation marks as well. What if it's all work because of the crisis that Patient U.S. has experienced? And what if we are not crediting the effort that is necessary in their daily existence. We believe they've had long enough to rest. Off they go, and they are now exhausted. The process of recovery is work, and long. We've talked about all of that. What is work? What is rest? It's very possible that to one person it's one thing, and to another it's another. You see how I've done that? So in these specific cases, if we believe patient U.S. truly needs to rest, we have to understand what rest means to patient U.S. first. We have to earn their trust. We have to create an environment in which they do not feel they need to rise up every single day and defend themselves. We have to figure out a way to turn this sanctuary, this place where people are allowed to go when there's nowhere else to turn. We have to make this place safe and secure for them so that they can receive whatever it is that they perceive rest to be. Because Rest is necessary. We'll be right back after this. I just don't feel like anybody really understands me. Are you fans of hip-hop music? I can sure tell you I am. And there's this really great hip-hop music that I listen to over on ReverbNation.com backslash Louis. Jojo. That's right. It's me, Louis Jojo. And I'm feeling footloose and funky fresh, especially because I'm listening to all of this great hip hop music. So why don't you go check out my site at reverbnation.com backslash Louis Jojo. It's the bee's knees with extra cheese. Back to you, Louis. Hey, did I do that right? Oh, that Louis Jojo seems to be a little nervous this morning. Uh, he was in here with a coffee. He looked like a jittery jitterbug, but he got that ad done quickly, and then he just said goodbye, and he drove off. Not every morning is as easy as others, and I guess I just say that almost every morning. Mornings are very hard for me, for Louis Bianco, RNCPS. 
And to anyone else who finds mornings difficult, I extend sincere sympathy to you. What is rest? Well, I can assure you, part of rest is adequate sleep. In truth, rest is the absence of work. Rest is the state in which we heal. We put stress on our bodies during periods of work. We recover and strengthen during periods of rest. If we constantly work, we can end up denying growth and just increasing stress. The balance between work and rest is imperative in life, and it's also imperative in recovery. As we look at this specific topic, I have to tell you, I just keep thinking in my mind about how many people I've worked with over the years who need to decide whether or not it's time to go back to work, whether or not uh, they need to find a way so that they can keep their jobs, their livelihood, the occupation that helps them maintain insurance, the occupation that helps them keep the lights on. And when we are exhausted, it becomes harder and harder to wake up every morning or whenever it is that you are to wake up for your specific job and find a way in, empty inside. We have placed a very high value on work and we have undermined the value of rest. As is often the case, Patient U.S. has acted within extremes, working themselves to the bone as hard as they can for very, very long periods of time. And then during periods of rest, Patient U.S. has completely self-indulged in all things that they are interested in. Very few of those things, however, are exercise or other activities that would aid Patient U.S. in stress relief and energy management because Patient U.S. is exhausted. They describe long periods of quote-unquote binge-watching, watching episode after episode, catching up, spending entire days in bed curled up. Is this rest? I ask myself. Is leisure rest? Our bodies? Yes. Our bodies are resting. But if we are in our periods of rest with our smartphones in front of our face and our TV going and our minds are as active as they would be any other day, are we resting? The truth is we're possibly living in a time where the necessity for stimulus is actually preventing us from truthful rest in almost all situations. And again, we're going to try not to speak in absolutes and superlatives. If you're new to the show, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. I see you. And most of you look the same because not many of you are listening yet, but that's all right. We are not here to judge We are not here to point fingers. We are here to problem solve with the help of Patient U.S. 
and all those involved, we are here to try to create open dialogue which will allow for honest and vulnerable communication that will allow for forgiveness and it will allow for uh, empathy and sympathy and it will allow everyone to understand each other better. That's what we do. If you hear something that might make you think of yourself or it might make you think of someone you know, I would like to really quickly preface, preface, preface alert. I am not talking negatively about what I am describing. I am an objective observer. I am here to help. And most things that I've seen Patient U.S. involved in are things I have been involved in in my life as I have lived with a mental illness, mental health diagnosis for now over 20 years, currently in remission. Thank you. We're not resting. If we're really going to look at rest as the absence of work, work obviously carries stress. So all that energy we burn when we are stressed, physically lifting our weights, we are putting strain on our muscles, we are breaking them down, and when we rest, they will build back up. But we actually rest our bodies when we rest. If we are putting strain on our minds, and then we just rest our bodies but continue to activate our minds, we are not resting. And that means, and this is another hard truth, that rest mentally in this current era, in this day and age, is incredibly difficult to achieve. It requires a decrease in stimulation it requires an awareness of self. Rest is not necessarily always comfort. Let's take the example of someone who is running, walking, or lying down. If you run all the time, walking would appear to be rest. If you walk all the time, Running would appear to be work. Lying would appear to be rest. If you are already lying down, walking would appear to be work. It's too much work! We'll be back following a message from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Louis Bianco, RNCPS. And after I do this, quick commercial will send you back to Louis Bianco, RNCPS. I'm here to talk to you about my, my first ever book, Mental Health Disability, Perception versus Reality, now available on Amazon.com. That's Mental Health Disability, Perception versus Reality, now available on Amazon.com by Louis Bianco, RNCPS. We take a look objectively at the perspective of a consumer of a young patient and from the perspectives of a mental health worker a caregiver in the mental health field 
what perceptions interfere with care on both sides what were people doing right on both sides what can we possibly improve upon on both sides that's mental health disability perception versus reality now available on Amazon work versus rest work versus rest first of all it's very difficult to do these things in this short form if you will because I, I'm just brushing the surface and I would just like to clarify that these things could go much further and that trying to jump around is simply me extending an olive branch to the idea of a possible audience with an understanding that uh, not everybody wants to listen for hours and hours to my incessant ramblings on the interworkings of human behavior as I have observed them. How have we found ourselves in such a difficult situation, patient U.S.? I've asked you multiple times, what do you want to do? Do you want to go back? Do you want to stay? It's not as simple as, are you willing to work or do you need to rest? However, in that simplistic question, you have found ways to complicate When I've asked you if you want to stay or if you want to go, you've told me you want to leave. But you've also described a life outside of these walls that you've been running from. You've been trying to leave that life too. There are very few choices, it appears, for you to actually experience rest in this moment. And maybe you don't even understand how to do it yet. We can help you with that. You look exhausted, by the way. It's time to rest. It's time to think a little bit less. It's time to stop being so far ahead of now. Perceiving your predictions as your reality and acting upon them in real time. That is an exhausting life and a very large amount of work. If we are going to recover and grow, rest will be necessary and work will be necessary. What we are seeing at this moment in you, patient U.S., and those around you is that for some people, physical work is where they go for mental rest. And mental work is something that is being avoided. Some of us find peace at work. And the most work we are ever challenged to do is be away from that peace. Possibly because of routine. Possibly because of where we are on the food chain. Possibly because we get to be ourselves more around our co-workers than our families. Who knows, there's tons of possiblies, but nothing is then more difficult than not being able to work. Forced rest is often never rest. Part of rest, especially on the mental realm, is a commitment to rest. We understand work much 
greater than we understand rest. We are often indulgent, binging and purging, expending all of our energy to the point of depletion, consuming everything around us because we are completely emptied. Rest allows us to keep a little gas in the tank more often, to not burn the candle at both ends, especially if it's your only source of light. Rest is pacing. Work is urgency. But if you are an urgent person, is an urgent pace where you find your rest? I have no idea. I'm sure a lot of this sounds like the ramblings of a madman, and I will again, as is always my civic duty to you, go back and listen to this before I post it. But there's something to be said at this moment, Patient U.S., as we get into our final words about whether or not you are ready to work or to rest. And if you are not ready to work, this is another one of those moments where I just ask you to be vulnerable and trust that this will be difficult, but possible. You will have to work, even if you rest right now. But you will be more capable to do that work following rest. You will have to be behind just for the opportunity to catch up. Trying to stay ahead, sadly at this moment, seems completely out of the, out of the picture. Trying to keep up with a world that will not stop even though you have to is a fool's errand. You are hurt, patient U.S. Your best bet for long-term success is to rest. And if rest is a lot of work for you, then I hear you, patient U.S. I am sorry that this is also difficult. I am appreciative of the work you have put forth to this point. You have showcased outwardly and behaviorally a high ability to work. But compromise is work as well. Sacrifice is work as well. Off-the-clock, unpaid work that you were either choose to do or not choose to do and you can't really be wrong because nobody's ever wrong. It appears in this day and age everything's in the eye of the beholder so there you have it. If you can be and say you are whatever you choose to be why are we not at rest? Why is there still so much work going on? Why is there still so much stress? Get right with yourself, patient U.S. Rest. There will be time to work. Much, much more time to work. 
this is a time to rest. And in this period of rest, I appreciate this calm interaction that we've had. I am happy to see your face and your eyes during conversation. We do not always need to be asleep while we are resting. We often just need to be at peace. We often just need to be comfortable. We often just need to feel safe. We often just need to feel secure. Not solely based on our interactions with others, but also inside our minds and our hearts. And because that is the case, we also need to remain patient, U.S.